0: This is a head cannon. Circus adduction.
1: All right, Moose, Welcome everybody you know. to the Gladiator Cipher Podcast. I'm your host, Jason. I'm here with my people, my crew, my folks, my fam. We got Chris. We got Nip. We got a huge show. So we're going to jump right into it. We're going to be reviewing Taylor Swift, Kid Cuddy, uh, who else we got on on tap, guys? We got Q, we got a uh, Boldy, we got Boldy. um Chris Cornell. We got uh, what else do we got on Jack Harlow, uh, Tiffany Nicole, who was I guess last week. I mean, we are just going to be all over the place today. So without further ado, we're just going to jump right into it. But before we do that, make sure you check us out and join the circus. Subscribe, follow us in all places that you find Head Cannon Circus. This is what the show is under, and we have some other shows under Head Cannon. But again, Head Cannon Circus on Instagram. Join the circus. All right, Chris, let's throw it to you, brother. What's going on? What you had? What you have on your slate this week?
0: All right, what's up, peoples? Uh, this week we had Man on the Moon 3, The Chosen by the one and only Kid Cudi. Uh, going into some of the details here. Um, features on the album include Trippy Red, Skepta, Pop Smoke, Rest in Peace, as well as Phoebe Bridgers. Uh, this project is 18 tracks and it's got a 58 minute runtime. I'm going to get into my favorite song off the project. Uh, my number one favorite had to be Dive. And I had a strong runner-up to that, too. Uh, The next one was Show Out, which uh, features Potsmoke and Skepta from across the pond. Yep, And then uh, my least favorite on the project had to be uh, Loving Me, featuring Phoebe Bridgers.
2: I had a question for you uh, there, 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 Chris. Uh, I'm looking through the features, right? What are those features again?
0: So we got Trippy Red, Skepta, Pop Smoke, and Phoebe Bridges, but not Travis Scott.
2: No, not at all. Oh, not at all. His his was damn sure all through the goddamn. Hey, album. look here, look here, man. Look here, <laughs> man. Let Chris finish. <laughs>
1: look at here, look at here, look at here.
2: Look here. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. I just <laughs> say you on the
2: Knob Creek. Let Chris finish. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, um, and we can get into that too. But uh, just overall oh, okay. about the album uh you know i'm a huge k I've Been listening to him since uh, the first man on the moon came out um i used to play that non-stop back in college um so this was a, a welcome surprise to see on my feed last friday um i think you get a good mix of vintage cuddy for a little bit more upbeat tunes towards the front of the project um, especially a little bit departure from what you're normally hearing them on with that show out track featuring pop smoke and skepta that was a nice change of pace um Pretty much all the features were great. Uh, Trippy Red was was good. I was wondering when I saw the album if Trippy would be on it because he really balls heavily from Kid Cudi sound. If you listen to, to Trippy Red, like how he raps and stuff, it's very melodic and some of those um, long drawn out notes that you know Cuddy's famous for the you know the hums and stuff. I think Trippy balls from that, so it was good seeing him on the album. I enjoyed that song also. Uh, the Phoebe Bridgers feature. I'm not really familiar with her music. So I didn't really enjoy her verse that much. Um, but the song, it was still okay. I didn't hate it overall. Um, but I would say this is definitely a good project uh, to hear from Cuddy. I didn't, I wasn't a huge fan of his last project. I couldn't even tell you a track off the project if I tried to bring it to my head. The one I think Kanye was featured on it. It came out maybe 2018.
2: Oh, uh, so Kizzi.
0: Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So this was a good kind of return to form for me. Um, I'm hoping he can release more music like this a little bit more regularly as we've seen him with a few features over the past couple of years. I know you had that one with Eminem. It's like the Martian and Slim Shady or something like that. And he was on uh, Meet the Scots with Travis Scott. So there you go. You know, bring it back to that Travis Scott um, comment by Nip. I don't really think yeah, it's similar to Travis's album. I'll give you that. Yeah, before but... you even
1: get up in there. Well what we rating it because I feel like you dancing there. Like you ain't really dropped us with a rating here. Oh no. I'm waiting on no, no. this
0: rating. I'll definitely oh, okay. give it um I'm gonna give it a, a four four and a quarter. Woo! I'm gonna give it a four and a quarter.
1: <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm give
0: it a four and a quarter. So um not cop it, but I'll definitely bootleg it.
1: Okay, Mr. Nip, the floor is yours. <laughs> For cross examination.
2: <laughs> I'm pretty sure you said that you said the drop was similar. Yeah. Okay. I, I thought it was. I thought Travis Scott was about to drop a couple verses or something in this draft, <laughs> a future or something. I, he, I, I thought Travis was all through this shit. But Travis kind of got a lot of his swag from Kanye too. A
0: lot of people will say that. Look at yeah. pop and culture the way music kind of plays out, and I think it's true because you see who was running with Kanye prior to Travis. You know, him and Cuddy will work together, things like that. So I think it, it kinda all anybody within that kind of blueprint or that atmosphere I feel like draws from each other's pockets. Like sometimes they'll go, Okay, this might be a little bit more Travisy Kanye or Travisy Cuddy versus this might be a little bit more Cuddy Travis or more Cuddy Kanye. I feel like they kinda um borrow from each other a lot. So yeah, that outlet was definitely, definitely, definitely Travis's is swagger, Jack and Travis. I- I'll give you that. I'll give you.
2: I don't, I don't, I don't want to say it's a, uh, the 18 pack of ass, <laughs> but it's, <laughs> but it's close to it. I don't, <laughs> I don't. Yeah. So what's yeah, your rating man? Uh, what are you rating? My, my rating? I'm, 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 uh, if my girl got it on, I'm, I'm gonna let it rock.
1: Okay. What were your issues uh, with the album then? Let, let's go there. Let's start there. What were your issues with it?
2: That. Well, okay. I'll be honest. I'm not a big Cuddy fan. Um, I don't like super depressed music, which he brings to the tech. I don't, I don't need that. I'm I'm coming to my music to get you know what I mean to, for some for some uplift. I'm not coming mm-hmm. to get more depressed by listening to, to to the albums and shit. But um, yeah, I don't know. I didn't. Isn't Cudi is a rapper, right? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> we we're, we're, were fucking balls. <laughs> <laughs> But sometimes you don't
0: need it. If it's if it's all vibing,
1: you're good to go. Good point. It is a vibe. It is a vibe. Mm-hmm. It, it, it I definitely,
0: is um, is by far not the greatest lyricist. I'm, it's more for his delivery and kind of the space that the song puts you in is the reason I, I listen to Cuddy more so than any kind of lyrical ability. I mean, he's not horrible with lyrics, I don't think, but...
2: No, I, I wasn't, it wasn't horrible, but I mean, mm-hmm. for it, the acclaim that I hear across people like, oh, Cuddy is he changed music and uh, everybody's biting his style and bopsy blah. boss so, like mm. I didn't feel, well, you that. didn't feel like that was apparent
1: on the album you didn't feel like the no. the style that he cultivated isn't what's kind of being trending now you didn't feel like that was that was displayed on the album
2: um my issue is i don't think that he is the person that cultivated that style like i think he I don't want to say Jack people styles, but I, he comes from the line of like Fonte from Lil Brother and and, and Three Stacks and them dudes. So for the, for people to attribute this new style to them, it's like nah, bro, I, my fucker's been rapping and singing and rapping, rapping with mm-hmm. real bars and mm-hmm. singing like real singing before this dude had this style. Mm-hmm. So I don't think that he can be crowned as, you know, the, the king or father, whatever they want to call it, the this new generation of you know, Travis Scott's and and all these folks, Trippy Red and all of them.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, well I, I thought it was more attending mm-hmm. to the style of that uh depression, the depression rap. Like I thought when when I hear Cuddy being the forefather, I think of that depression juice world, uh Trippy Red, like Travis, mm, that depression world. rap. That's what I always attribute when they say that he's the forefather of that style.
2: Oh, okay. I thought we No, were that's my interpretation. I could be
1: completely saying, wrong okay. there. But I mean, when I agree, hear people say that. I agree that,
0: with both of you all, because if he, like you say, look back, like three stacks, he would harmonize, but he would also have bars. Cuddy's never known for barring people down, right? It's just more so the delivery, the overall delivery. Of-
2: I mean, he just owned.
1: I'll probably give it, if my man put it on, I guess I'm in the middle between you all, if my man put it on, I would listen. It did when it got into the depression part, and you know, that sad shit usually be my bag. I just felt like it was, it was too much. I needed one more, like a little jolt at the end to kind of jump me back in there. So, uh, mm. when listening, you got a full review on either side of this speaking of just depression music, uh, we'll jump in. I had Taylor Swift. So we'll jump right mm. into that one. So I have Taylor Swift and everybody knows I'm a, Huge, huge Taylor Swift fan, but if anybody really knows me, they know that's completely not true. My wife is, and her family is. They have group threads about when the Taylor Swift album drops, so oh, that shows you how dedicated they are to it. So, Taylor Swift came out with Evermore. It is 15 songs, an hour long. I said I sure wish it was 39 minutes, but it was an hour long. Um, yeah, guest stars on there from Haim, um, three, uh, The Nation, The National, uh, Bon Ivers. So I sum this up with, "quote the Swifties evermore." Forklore divided the fandom, like the Last Jedi. This mm-hmm. album will divide the fandom even more. If you're into solemn, chill piano with layered vocals, this album is for you. So my best song on there, I think, which is probably Taylor Swift's best-written song probably in her last 10 years of writing, is um, "Nobody, No Crime." And I just like it because it's just an old-school country song that tells a story. Basically, it's just about uh, basically a woman that offs a dude because he's unfaithful and how all the women in their lives help cover it up. So I thought that was pretty dope. The song I hated the most, it got to a point in the album near the bottom third where it just, every song just felt the same. But the song I would say the most was Closure. That's when I guess I hit my wits end of like, okay, God, like, if you're going to give me one more piano beat, you know, a piano drum over some guitar, like, I'm going to pull my hair out. So closure is my least favorite. Like, it does not. That whole, when I heard that Dang. tech intro, I'm like, okay, maybe she going to do a little something, jump into her pop back. No, no, no. She just started talking. It's mm. <laughs> the same shit. So um, that was probably my least favorite. Also, my honorable mention is Gold Rush. I think Gold Rush is a really good song there as well. Going to my rating... My rating would be, honestly, it rated out that I, I labeled every song to a 3.2. So that would equal if my man put it on, I would listen. I think more or less it would be a situation that I will probably be with my wife listening to it. Probably hmm. making dinner, drinking some wine. That's her vibe. So I'll probably be on it with that one. So it, it wasn't terrible. It wasn't great. It just was.
0: Um, I got through about a third of the album, so I don't want to give it a rating prematurely, but... There were a few songs on there that I enjoyed. Definitely the first track, it kind of I was like, oh, okay, that's not too bad. Um, I like, yeah, we'll yeah I like some kind of folksy vibes in the music sometimes, especially if they're delivered well, like the instrumentation and the vocals are good. Sometimes I can get in the mood and listen to that. Um, but I, said, I need to get through the rest of the project before I really give a verdict. But so far, what I heard, I liked. And that kind of leads in, like you said, maybe towards that bottom third, I might start to feel like you did with it. But so far, I was pretty optimistic.
1: Nip, what you got? Uh, oh, in, in your exact words, people listen to this
2: Taylor Swift shit. Is was the yeah, words you gave a- to us? So. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, that's what's it. Yeah, I didn't know people listen. This is uh, yeah, I don't. It's, I'll just. Put, it's not my speed. I don't know. I don't feel like I can give it a fair rating. <laughs> it's just not my speed, ladies just,
1: and gentlemen. That officially means he's first bringing this album. That means he yeah. is frisbeeing this album, but he's trying to be yeah. nice because, you know, those Taylor Swift
2: fans that come for him. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a frisbee. I I can't... This shit is like hashtag salt and pepper. It's not seasoning, bro. Like, Dang. He <laughs> said the ketchup is spicy. <laughs> you know, hashtag salt and pepper is not seasoning. Hashtag the ketchup is spicy. Good. Yeah. All that, like I can't hashtag. You post a clap one or two in the four. Like I can't play it. <laughs> I will say that the 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 joint you 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 were saying that nobody no crime.
1: It yeah. was pretty
2: writing on that song. I did that was the the one song that I did say okay, I'm listening to it. I'm following along. Yeah, I I, I did bang with that.
1: I will give her this, and I was I think that's one of the notes I had on the album too. Her her pin work on this album is is pretty top notch. I don't know because it yeah. when she went pop, people kind of. Sort of dissing her pen because it was a pop vibe, but her pen work on this album, like I can point to numerous songs where, like, lyrically, yeah, she gets it's sad. just the music wasn't slapping, like, it just yeah, was it, nothing in there to catch on jam. to and really Yeah, 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 it's not James. So, we won't spend no more time on that. Nip, what you got? What did you have? Uh, what we're
2: we gonna start? We're gonna start with Boldy. Yeah, hey, it whatever you want to start with, my man. Let's go. Let's go with Boldy. We got uh, Boldy James, real bad Boldy uh 10 tracks real nice 29 minutes 42 seconds Mm. produced by real bad man uh features mayhem Loren uh of course the god stove god uh eto mooch and Riggs cooking it up Uh, cooking it up yeah you know once again you know classic (laughs) coke rap you know (laughs) i I would I was gonna come in here with my all black with my scully on this time to to complete the transformation, but yeah. my, skin's got, my skin's got busy last night, so I had to, had to put my. Why we gotta bring up? Why we gotta bring up the, the, the Washington <laughs> football team, man? Why we got? to is last You or?
1: know what? This, this is the last time we doing Gladiator Cipher, man. We done here. we <laughs> Done.
2: <laughs> it was a good run.
1: <laughs> what you got? What you got? Apple cider vinegar water? No, this oh. is uh, a. <laughs>
2: It's crystal light, you know what I'm saying? Crystal light, you know, light, crystal light. The crystal. You gotta hey, make crystal light in a mean,
0: gallon. You gotta, <laughs> you gotta. You gotta. hydrate when you drink all this
1: liquor, baby. say so uh, you got the light with the whiskey, guy. Oh, <laughs> Sam. Empty out this water bottle. You got this water gallon <laughs> for that crystal light in there. Okay, man. Go ahead, man. Tell us about that Bodie album, man. What you got on that? Uh,
2: I'm gonna say the uh, I mean, yeah, the theme of the album, classic Coke rap. You know what I mean? Bars, uh, great production. Um, I like how Bodhi, uh, the last few of his projects, he picks one producer and then yeah. names them after that producer. Like, you know, Real Bad Man, you got Real Bad Bodhi. Um, Versace Tape was the joint he had with Jay Versace. So, like, I'm, I'm really digging that. Uh, but on this album, uh, I'm going to say that uh, my, my favorite track is probably going to be uh, Good Foot featuring uh, Mooch and Riggs. Yes, sir. I feel like, and I felt like for, for fans like 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 you, it was it was a, uh, it was more than just that slow. I'm talking shit over the over the R&B track. It gave it mm-hmm. a little little bop to it. Uh, and then the the second uh I guess favorite joint I had was a uh, thousand pills. Excuse me, thousand pills, featuring a uh, stove god. Yes, i calling
0: you crystal god going forward.
2: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: crystal god sprinkles.
1: Right. <laughs> he, he, he called it crystal god sprinkles. It is
2: let me go ahead and change your handle on zoom now. <laughs> but uh, yeah, on, on the good foot drink, I, I love the uh, the AM people sample. Um, these the same drink that uh, Jizza used for uh, shadow boxing. Mm. Um, so that's probably what pulled me in. And then, um, I guess for lines, it's probably come from the thousand pills drink. It's kind of long, but you know, that's all I got for them. Uh, before Mac felt it in the air, uh, I had my youngest squeeze the Mac. Snatch the spirit out, y'all. Uh, Mary is getting scary. 14 karat gold shovel when they bury you. You niggas all milk, no cereal. If it's less than 36 Cheerios, please don't hit me. I've been staying very low. Yeah, you man. Know what I mean?
1: mm-hmm.
2: I bangs with it. That's what's
1: up.
0: I like that one too.
2: Clearly, 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 you know I mean? Finish <laughs> <laughs> but that was stove guys line you know i had to i had, gotta throw a Stole guy line there yeah he killing it yeah but um yeah all together solid project i'm gonna say uh i ain't gonna i don't say it's a cop i'm gonna say um uh, uh uh if it's if, if uh i'm gonna bootleg it okay
1: I'm Chris, you, you feel the same way or you differ
0: yeah i would definitely bootleg it um i like boldy and his 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 kind of projects he's been releasing. I really like the one with Alchemist. He came out with, that one was hard. Yes, sir. I didn't hear the uh, Versace one yet. But I like this last one too. The the production was solid. I like Boldy's Delivery. I thought you can really kind of focus in on his bars because he's a little bit more subdued while he's spitting. So I enjoy his music. It's good riding music. You can drive all day.
1: No, I'm with you. I mean, I wish you would have, Put this on to me about Bodhi before you put Versace tapes on because I'm gonna I'm not gonna lie to you when I heard this I was like oh okay like right. <laughs> it was like oh well I was like what this can't be the same like nah this can't be this but nah yeah. it, it, it was a yeah, lot Versace I thought it was a lot better album yeah. I do think I'm still at if 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 my man's put it on I would listen and I, I think the only drawback is is that I still have to get used to his flow it's no different than I remember when Ye first came out, I had to get used to Ye flow. Like I wasn't used to how his cadence was. And so I knew he was spitting, Mm -hmm. but it took me a while to get used to it. So I think even with both of those things, I might have to listen to it. And I feel like this is going to grow. So you may ask me a week from now and I may be where you guys are. But right now, as I sit, it's my man puts it on. I listen to it. Chris, what you got? What was the next, next album you had on review?
0: All right. Next up on the review, we had, um, Chris Cornell, um, his estate uh, just released "No One Seems Like You Anymore," which is basically a ten-track uh, cover project where Chris um, records some of his favorite songs uh, that inspired him and in his career. Uh, we'll go back like, for
1: a second just for our audience because I had to find out about Chris Cornell. Like I, I had mm-hmm. no clue initially. So mm-hmm. one, you I mean, you mentioned he passed away, but mm-hmm. what was he attached to? What band or group, or was he always solo? Yeah. Or
0: yeah, so he was uh, famously known as a member of Soundgarden, and also Audio Slave. I kind of got hip to him through Audio Slave, because uh, that's one of my favorite bands. I really like uh, Tom Morello, who's the guitarist for Rage Against the Machine, mm-hmm. and Tom Morello also plays for Audio Slave, so that kind of brought me into the loop. And then I was like, "Wow, this who's this dude singing? He's awesome!" And it's Chris Cornell, and of course, unfortunately, you know, he had his uh, death. I want to say maybe 2017. Mm -hmm. Um, I believe it was Suicide, if I'm not mistaken.
1: Um, I think that's what I read too as well.
0: Yeah, and so he's he's been gone, but his uh, estate has been releasing music. Um, I read an article online a little bit earlier saying uh, I think his wife or someone close to him, um, it was a woman, was saying that this is kind of uh, one of her most cherished projects because the songs that he covered were a lot of the songs that really inspired him and he really enjoyed to listen to it kind of help inspire him along his career so it's cool I guess for her to hear his voice on these tracks that really brought him a lot of joy so um overall uh well before I get into that let's get into the favorite track so that had to be uh to be treated right yeah so that's definitely that western bag for sure Tumbleweeds and and pipe tobacco galore (laughs) um getting into the least favorite track it actually was a very first track on there and this was before I realized this was a cover project, because I wasn't familiar with the song Get It While You Can. So when it came on, I'm like, oh man, I hope they didn't do Chris like this, because I didn't like the first track at all. But I'll let you. Yeah, so it wasn't that one wasn't my favorite. But um fun fact too, he actually played all the instruments on the album, which is which is pretty cool. That's dope. Yeah. Um, but just getting into my uh review, I felt like this was definitely a touching project. Um You know, it featured Chris Cornell's unique voice, uh, who unfortunately is gone way too soon. Like I said, I'm not a fan of the first track, but after you get past, I think, the first one or two, it really starts to get into that groove in his bag. Um, He kind of flexes his voice in different ways on the different uh, songs. Like, um, I know he's got that one track by Prince, I think. uh, Who sung that? Was it Sinead O'Connor? Nothing compares to you. Uh, I think he wrote that for or something like that. Along I believe those lines so. On. I think
1: you're right on that one. I know it was, it was one of the people the Prince wrote for. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. So that was a, a great song too. You kind of hear his take on that version, but to me that um, song to be treated right. It, it, that whole Western vibe, it kind of brought glimpses of uh, some of his work on audio slave. While it wasn't as hard rock, you kind of get that kind of that edge to it. Like, you know, i'm out in the desert somewhere and there's some tumbleweeds going around i'm on a horse drawn buggy and just vibing to nature and everything like that i definitely got some happy western vibes from that song and i would say overall i enjoyed the project um i'm a chris cornell fan for sure i definitely recommend if you're not familiar with his Soundgarden or audio slave projects you go back and listen because they still hold up today especially that first audio slave album and if you're fans of those bands, I would definitely recommend that you listen to this project. While it doesn't come in quite as hard, because um, a lot of those, like I said, are hard rock albums, you definitely um, can find something to latch onto through Chris Cornell's voice and his delivery on a lot of these different titles on the project. So overall, I will have to give this a, um, a bootleg for sure. I would give it a, a solid four.
1: Okay, yes, and it was uh, a O'Connor, uh, O'Connor that Prince wrote, Nothing compares mm-hmm. to You for um
2: nip any, did you get a chance to
1: listen to it any thoughts uh
2: i did listen to it uh yeah i didn't i didn't do all the research and knowing buddy's story you know i was i was about to come <laughs> in here with a crazy disrespect oh <laughs> <no>. <laughs> we definitely hey, hey. Keep no, hey keep that same energy dude keep that same
1: energy he gone now we can't know you can do it now.
2: <laughs> yeah well, i was coming in with the hashtag white soul is dead <laughs> mm. <laughs> I had to go wash my ears out with some holler notes. <laughs> but no, nah, it was a it was a, it was a solid drink. I did like the first like I agree with you. The first drink was like the first track I heard, I was like, Oh, wow, I was listening to this shit. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, he just I wasn't I was like, White soul is dead, this is horrible. Mm-hmm. But um after the second and third track I was like, all right, I I can I can um I'm I'm not gonna sack him. You know, put it on while I'm with my circle. But you know, if I'm, you know, what I mean, in the crib, watching this, cleaning up some shit. If it comes on, I'm, I'm gonna let it rock. Mm-hmm. I'm not, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna throw it. Out. I'm not gonna say it's a frisbee joint. Um, so I, I guess I had to put it on between, uh in between, if my girl put it on and if, if my man's putting it on. I guess that's like a solid like 2.5 or something like that.
1: Yeah, he um, did that because how... homeboy did. That's why he did that. Um <laughs> I, I'm. I will admit that first song threw me through a loop and yeah. I and I will say this that's something with as reviewing these albums we all got to be kind of conscious of where we listen to the albums at I will admit I put this on right after I listened to the Swift album mm-hmm. so mm. you got to imagine where I'm going yeah, to yeah. to going next I was over it.
2: Depressed. Oh my yeah, god, by the time depressed. Chris Pennell was
1: over, I was like, Look here, man. I'm I wanted to end this whole <laughs> podcast. I was like, no, nah, I'm good, <laughs> man. Like, I'm out here it's about it. the yeah, oh, come on. I had a rope ready and everything. No, nah. <laughs> 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 <off the side. laughs> I'm a frisbee this one, but because you guys are so much higher, I will listen to it again when my palate's clean. But mm. right now, I'm gonna have to go with a frisbee on it. Respect to his estate. Hopefully, that it does well. Mm. They get paid, they get provided for, but this ain't something I will ever, 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 ever go back to. Like it makes you want to forget that he was even with Audio Slave and forget that he was with Soundgart, because it just <laughs> wasn't it for me, man. I just I couldn't do it, man. Uh for Chris, is a local guy, but for Nip, I think this maybe your first experience with him. Uh who did you uh, have this time, Nip?
2: With uh I don't know how to pronounce it. What is how is this? Is this JPEG Mania? Mafia. My, mafia, I wrote Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah.
2: It, okay, Mafia, I don't, yeah. oh,
1: there's gonna be a phone one. It's gonna be another phone one.
2: <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, it came in. EP, I guess is the track, is the name of the EP or the album?
0: Yeah, EP is uh, the name of the EP.
2: EP, okay, EP, exclamation. Uh, nine tracks, 26 minutes, 24 seconds. I appreciated that, you know what I mean? <laughs> I like my trash compacted. Uh <laughs> uh got produced by JPEG Mafia. Uh features Denzel Curry and uh Tommy Genesis. Uh yeah, uh favorite track I guess would we'll have to be Bald re- the remix with Denzel Curry. Yeah. Uh that yeah, that that's that's, that's a slap on it the, on, on the album. Ooh,
1: can't compare me to Jesus no, Alright, alright, I love that But go ahead Be still
2: Because that stills revolver Yeah <laughs> uh-huh.
0: Yeah, signed up uh, That Denzel Curry album I think a couple years ago That album was fire Yeah, I yeah. Heard Denzel it, always puts out
2: Good
1: projects Yeah, Denzel I ain't heard of that bad project From Denzel ever So
2: Yeah Uh, Only ever So The cover in Money joint I, Like it started off And I was like Oh, this is weird I like weird music I like weird single patient timing and all that cool shit i'm like all right i'm banging with it and then they uh-huh. switched up on me halfway through the song and then i threw that shit in the trash <laughs> yeah, <I don't, laughs> yeah but the beginning of Covered the money is hard and then they switched it up it got weird i couldn't bang with it um tracks that i did not uh fully appreciate <laughs> you can start <laughs> You can it's start it up pie. around here. Yeah. You can start a cutie pie, and run that shit down. She so you can give some cutie pie, <laughs> man. Anything after that, yeah. All right. Go into the that You don't like that you now? Nah, it stinks. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: you. Yo, know, saying that stinks. It just like
0: stinks so much more than like. Custom- <laughs> <laughs> <later>. <laughs>
2: See you review. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean that's yeah, that's all I got. Um it, it wasn't um I guess the uh I'm gonna give it a 1.5 just because of uh the, the, the ball remix mm. that shit was jamming. So I can't I can't frisbee it out like that shit was jamming. Um and in the beginning of cover the money, like I just love like that shit reminded me of some like Sly Stone in time, like it was just musically. That shit was hard when it's when it when it started, I, and I really uh-huh. appreciated it. So yeah, I give it a one point five. Anything else? Yeah, he can. Yeah, and then and then the, the content, sure buddy. I don't know if if Buddy, now I don't want to go too far with. <laughs> one, two, one, <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah no, I like that. I see. Yeah. saying, I do like that. I do like that. That's yes, sir. It's kind of raw. So you gave it a one point five. So what do you? My girl put it on, I will listen. Or you lean it to Frisbee? Yeah, if my,
2: if my girl put it on, I will listen. And if it ain't covered in money or, or ball remix, I'm throwing that shit out the window. So oh, just keep damn. those. Just keep those. <laughs> just so keep those we feel brothers. like we're
1: gonna have a huge ascension here from Chris. Cause <laughs> I feel like this show, you guys been a lot of odds there. You two, been a little, <laughs> yeah, yeah, been banging heads a little bit here this show. So, uh Chris, go ahead, <laughs> take the floor.
0: No, um I. I I'll say this, um, JPEG mafia, he's definitely kind of like out there as far as like content and his approach to a lot of the songs. Like some songs is not going to have a chorus. Some songs he's going to change up the entire song in the middle or the first third of the song. The rest of it will be different, but that's kind of why I like listening to his music. Um, you never know what you're going to get. You don't know what the subject matter you're going to get. Like I said, sometimes he calls himself Peggy. So I guess he's got an alter ego, but, um, I just I like people who can who dare to be themselves sometimes and especially on wax like you know that lives forever so you gotta gotta live and die by what you say on these records and I feel like he kind of just puts himself out there he does not really care so that's why I like the music now this particular project I probably would give it a um a three so if a man's had it on i would probably listen to it um and that's mainly because of the the length I feel like um on his last album. I really enjoyed that because it was a much longer project so he could kind of get into multiple bags but really flesh him out. Like this EP, which of course is an extended play, um, he kind of touched on some of the different lanes he goes in. So you might not have gotten the ability to, or a chance to kind of appreciate some of the talent therein. But overall, i was a it was a solid project.
2: Y'all like, y'all are gonna get me. Yeah, me some. Right. <laughs> All these LGBTQ niggas, man. Listen, uh, buddy, is, I don't know. me talk about some. I don't know what what type of buddy is doing. But this goddamn, this lyrical content is not for me. That <laughs> just it ain't, um, it ain't. It ain't it ain't my speed. It ain't nah yeah i yeah buddy I don't know I don't know <laughs> what buddy gonna do with his life I don't yeah I'm cool ah uh, yeah I'm gonna so, ride yeah, with Chris. Some surprises man. when you listen to the album, folks. You'll know what surprise I'm talking about. Y'all not finna get me canceled before before folks even. Oh, Christmas! <laughs> oh, but yeah, hey, buddy. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if buddy, what team he playing on. If he, I don't know. What, I don't know what he's doing. Oh. <laughs> I don't know where he going. Um,
1: with I'm gonna go with Chris. I think if my man's put it on. I would listen. Like I, I thought it was alright, and. I've listened to one of the albums from JPEG Mafia before. I think this—I can't think which one it was, but anyway. So I, I kind of knew what I was getting walking myself into. But if I did not know,
0: mm-hmm.
1: yeah, 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 I can—I could, can could see why, why Nip is feeling the way he's feeling. Uh so yeah, well, I, I mean, I, I'm—I I like the way Nip uh—he played that one pretty cool. So shout out to you on that one. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Real quick, we're going to jump into Jack Harlow. I had to review Jack Harlow. Uh, that's what they all say. This is 15 songs, 42 minutes and 36 seconds. He had Little Baby, Big Sean, Chris Brown, Adam Levine, Static Major, uh, Bryson Tiller, Little Baby, Tori Lanez, Little Wayne. Um, my sum of this is, is this the Children of Drake? If this is that Jack does a his the best impersonation of Drake I've seen in a long time, and if this album feels like a lot of people are backing this kid, mm-hmm. as you saw through the, just the list of features, if, if that album feels like how those features feel, like it's a lot of people backing them. Um, my favorite song on there is, is the single. I guess it was probably the single "What's Popping," that and the remix. But I'll do the original one first. So I do like that one. The other one I liked on here was "Uh Route 66." Oh, I like that. I just like the cadence that he goes on that flow with that. Um, mm-hmm. My worst song was Same Guy. I'm not even going to embarrass anybody by playing that. It is what it is. Honestly enough, when I did my rankings of the songs, <laughs> I came out to 3.8, which rounding up would be, you know, a bootleg. Mm-hmm. I'm going to round it down because I felt like this album is supposed to make me feel the way that we – vibrated I, well, I it that way. The, mm-hmm. As you just heard from the beats, the production's good. He lyrically isn't terrible, but he's not great either. He's good enough. And then the features, like Lil Wayne on the What's Poppin' remix, Wayne spazzes on that, which mm-hmm. you expect from Wayne, but it's like moments like that. It's like, okay, like I can't break this any worse. when You got a verse like that from Wayne. Right, 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 right. You hit it on the head. It's a cheat code, absolutely. Um, even I think the best verse I had on there was, I brought a gang to the party with me, five white boys, but we not in sync. Like that's cool to me. Like, all right, you're going to play into the fact that you white. And he does hit on that. I guess he pulls a Drake on me. He hits close enough to being personal, but not too personal that we care. Like he talks about being, I think it's a song called Baxter Avenue where he talks about being white and his crew being black and Mm -hmm. how that plays, but never nothing really deep. It's just enough to rhyme some words together. And I feel like this is going to be post Malone part two. I think in four years, Mm -hmm. this dude going to tell us he a rock star, not a rapper no more. And I, I just feel it. Like it, the, the What's popping? it feels like White Iverson to me. It feels like that song that you just going to groove to. And yeah, yeah. So I'm going to go and put it. If my man's put it on, I will listen. But I will admit my ranking by song by song had it closer to a bootleg. So uh, anybody else listen to it? Or let's talk with you, Chris. If you got a chance to listen to any thoughts on it.
0: um, I definitely heard the singles of Tyler Hero and um, The What's Popping and The What's Popping Remix. And now that you bring up that Drake comparison, like in my head, I was trying to lay what Drake would sound like saying those same <laughs> lyrics and it was spot on almost. <laughs> so I can definitely agree with those. But um from what I've heard so far from Jack Harlow, um I'm not hating on it for sure. Um I think it's a project I would definitely go back to, to listen throughout, you know, front to back and really give a, a solid opinion on it. But I'm interested to see kind of how he hones his craft going forward. And like you said, kind of get more into a, a more personal personal bag and um but not so much that vapid bag that drake gets into you know like oh, well, let me say a random woman's name on a track from some restaurant in another state like that's not that's fake personal like tell me you know what you're dealing with you know this is you're new you're young in the industry Short sure things is hectic you know you're probably trying to do a family and miss all this stuff like all that kind of stuff so i i like when rappers start to get into those bags and, and flex their lyrical ability while kind of explaining their situation so hopefully he can, can do a little bit more of that on his next run too. But i'm gonna definitely go and, and give the rest of a project a lesson
2: Nip. Any thoughts to get a chance to listen to it? Uh I'm gonna go back. I, I didn't know that I heard a song off that of was popping right now. Mm-hmm. But um I'll I won't give it a rating. I, it wouldn't be fair for me because I didn't listen to the entire project. Yeah, if it's a if it's a, if it's fifteen tracks of uh Drake Light. It it, it is,
1: and you can that. feel you can feel the machines behind them, just like Drake. The machine yeah, behind I mean, this kid like it wasn't a bad beat in sight on this album like
2: yeah yeah, it, yeah I'm not I'm not a fan of that type of music I, you know you do what you do people like it get the ladies pop, you know what I mean if I'm in the club and it comes on I'm definitely not going to be mad cuz the girlies going to be jumping but um yeah that that shit gets no play in my ride like Put that shit on my ride. You and that You
0: can get the fuck out of my car. Wow, <laughs> <laughs> so like Jazzy Jeff out the moving car. <laughs> <Yeah>. oh.
1: <laughs> to most people's favorite segment of our show. Hey, what are you listening to? We are going to start with Chris. Hey, Chris, what are you listening to?
0: Yo, I'm listening to Kid Cudi's old projects. I like this album so much. I decided to go back to the other Man on the Moon projects. Uh, the first one, and also the second one um, on his first "Man on the Moon." I really like the song uh, "Higher," which is a great track. All right, and yeah, then you see, you um, to the
1: second one too, right?
0: Yeah, yeah. On the second one, um, "Man on the Moon" project, I like the song um, Mr. "Hey Mr. Rager." That kind of puts me. That's a good song. I remember listening to that a lot.
1: Uh, <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, so that's what I'm listening to right now.
1: Okay, he drops back in the kid. cutty bag. I would say. Hey Jason, what are you listening to? I went back and ventured back because I think last week Tiffany Nicole was saying she was listening to the Ray album and she put me on uh Euphoric Sad songs. It made me think about listening going back and listening to the um Jesse Riaz album, Riaz album. Mm. So I'm gonna do Imported featuring Black. Yeah, so I just think her album was stuff. up. Actually, she has a song with Eminem on her album called Coffin that's pretty good too. But the whole mm. album is good. I like the whole album, but yeah, so check out Jesse Reyes if you get a chance. I think that was that,
2: dope. That joint is jam. I'm definitely getting handsy with somebody, mama, in the club with that one. Hey, <laughs> hey look here, bro. When she
1: hit him with the, <laughs> you in love with somebody else. Yeah, get yeah. over them by getting under me. I was like, okay, we sold. We ain't gotta do that. <laughs> we ain't gotta say no more. Um, all right. Hey, nip. What are you listening to?
2: I must switch it up on y'all again. No, cold oh, back. here we go. <laughs> uh. During I'm actually call. excited about
1: your switch up. I'm excited about your switch up.
2: Me
1: too. <laughs> no, I like um, this song, so I'm excited.
2: Uh, Drink Call, Maybe Not, by Solihead Head and Mac uh, Ayers.
1: So, yeah, <laughs> we love you guys. Thank hey, you for listening to the Gladiator podcast. We love you guys. We respect uh, – hopefully you respect our music opinions. If not, we'll still be back here next week reviewing albums itself. You can always comment below uh, in Facebook, on YouTube or spot, I, Apple Podcasts, uh, Google Podcasts, comment, tell us you with it, you're not with it, you love an album, you hate an album, album you want us to review. You can also email us at hcanon, uh, c the letter C, so letter H, canon, the letter C, at gmail.com if you want to leave your requests or your thoughts on the album's we review there. But again, please, please, please join the circus by following and subscribing us, we're here at Cannon Circus Everywhere, Facebook, YouTube, Spotify, Google Podcasts, uh, Apple Podcasts, and we are on Instagram as well. So, again, we thank you all so much. To my lovely, lovely reviewers, any final closing words? then Chris?
0: Um, no, man, everybody stay safe as we head towards this holiday season. Uh, you know, still in the midst of pandemic, wash your hands, wear your mask, don't be an ass.
1: Hey, I like that. And my man Nip, any word, final words?
2: Uh, coming off that last little joint, the song right there, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to say, White Soul Ain't Dead. <laughs> <laughs> white Soul Ain't Dead, these niggas white just soul scared. Ain't dead. That's
1: it. That's it. <laughs> Chris Cordell almost took him away. Chris Cordell almost ruined his life. <laughs> like, white Soul, no. <laughs> Also, somebody had an interesting idea, and I think I'm going to try to do it. I'm going to try to do it maybe starting next week. Um, making a playlist for Gladiator uh, Cypher podcast. And okay. right now, because I have access to Spotify, but I think, Nip, you may got access to Tidal or something. or
2: Yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah, making a playlist for all the songs. When we review albums or songs that we like, putting them into the playlist so that every week we update it so that they can get, you know, for the places that don't allow us to play the samples, Mm -hmm. you can go check it out there so we'll work that out with everybody guys and i think that's a great idea put the songs that we like on the playlist so you get a little bit of action and make see if that's something the album that you want to listen to yourself but other Mm -hmm. than that guys man i appreciate it as always we will see you all next week with the gladiator cypher podcast we out peace
2: this is a head cannon circus production